Welcome to Chapter 3 of HealthSystemCIO.com's interview with Brian Tu, CIO at Greater Hudson Valley Health System. In this segment, Tu talks about what his team is doing to ensure they're getting the most out of their epic investment, why he made the move to the Hudson Valley after eight years at his previous organization, and the evolution CIOs are making from geek to workflow expert to fortune teller. HealthSystemCIO.com podcasts are sponsored by Improvada the healthcare IT security company ranked number one by class for secure messaging and single sign-on. For more information, visit their website at improvata.com. You're talking about you know, getting to stage seven in that amount of time, that that's not going to happen if there aren't already some really strong pieces in place. And was there anything that stood out as a challenge in obtaining that? Well, again, it's it's the resources. As an organization, we staff at the the 25th percentile. Mm -hmm. And when you're leveraging a product like Epic that is on the surface, you might think, okay, you need less resources. But, you know, once you start peeling the layers, you realize that you're doing more with the technology and you, you actually need more resources. So as an organization, we staff at the 25th percentile, and so that's just hard. You know, we still had to do breast milk and blood barcoding. Uh, we had to implement those things. We had to get uh, all the paper scanned within the chart within 24 hours. And so that took additional resources and it took, you know, additional equipment and completely changed some of the workflows. The biggest piece was communicating to the people that are using Epic, you know, all the bells and whistles that come with it. You would think that that's the easy piece of it, but it, but it's not. It's it's constantly being visible, constantly um, being out there, and and showing the different tools that actually exist within the EMR. And is that something where we're having some of the, these committees that weren't there before really kind of came in handy? Well, it, it's certainly paying dividends now. I would yeah. say that. Okay. So um, at this point, what would you say are some of your biggest priorities? You talked before about Epic Care in the community. Um, is there anything else that really kind of stands out as, as a big focus in the near future? Community Connect is one. So we want to be able to offer that as a, as a service to some of the, the physician groups. The latest version of Epic comes out in November, and at that time we would be two versions because um, we're currently on 2014. So a big initiative for us is to optimize 2014 at the level that it needs to be and then upgrade to version 2016. So that's a fairly large initiative that we have. And we're not using Epic to, to its fullest ability. So there, there are other areas of concentration that we're going to have are on the mobile applications, um, which we're really not leveraging now, and uh, patient engagement. Uh, with my chart, which is something we're doing, we're just not doing a very good job at it. There's certainly some things that we can do to improve utilization of that tool. And um, Epic has this program called STARS that uh, helps you optimize their product. And so we're leveraging that initiative as well to help us with the optimization. And uh, diagnostic imaging, I guess, is a, a, another big initiative for us to where now we kind of have images all over the place and we're, we're looking at consolidating all of radiology, cardiology, as well as oncology into a single viewer uh, in, a, in a single location of, of storage and being able to push that out within our, our EMR. 
So that's another initiative that we'll be doing over the next 15 months. And as well as everybody else, all the other hospitals working on analytics and uh, leveraging all this data that we have. Okay. And is there there's a data warehouse in place right now, or is that something that's uh, in the works? Uh, Epic has, has rebranded their, their data warehouse to Caboodle. So we, we've recently gone live with that, as well as with a, a SAP product that, that kind of helps grab data that's not Epic. We've created a business intelligent committee, uh, BI committee, that's finance, quality, physicians, nursing, and IT, all uh, big players in that, as well as security. So we really haven't seen the benefits from that. Uh, so we're still kind of the early stages of that. But with the upgrade within Epic, we do plan to also roll out Healthy Planet, which is their population health module. Okay. You'll be a little busy. <laughs> yeah, there's plenty to do. There's no question. Okay. In uh, you, You've been there for almost two years, two years in August. And uh, before your previous role was at uh, Catholic Medical Center? Yeah, correct. Okay. Just as far as, as coming into this, this type of uh, role where you know, really so much had to be done, and was it something where, where you had any hesitancies just about what it was going to entail? You mean making the the jump from my last job to this job? Mm-hmm. So at, at Catholic Medical Center, I'd been there eight years, and you know I I kind of got to a stage where I kind of worked my way out of a job. Everything was humming right along, and and as the organization was kind of in a holding pattern as to whether they actually were going to stick with the current vendor or go to Epic. When this opportunity came along, I knew that th- this was going to be a lot of work. And so I, I kind of felt like I came in with my eyes open. But it's kind of like, you know, reading a book about going through childbirth and then actually going through childbirth. And, you know, what you, you only know what you know until <laughs> you experience it. Um, but, but having said that, you know, you know, I knew there was a lot of work that needed to get done, and that was really what was appealing to me is that challenge. You know, we're still cranking along. Catholic Medical Center was great. There are peaks in your life, these little spurts where you gain a lot of knowledge in a short amount of time. And um, so Catholic Medical Center, you know, we went from completely on paper to to becoming completely electronic. And at the same time, they gave me exposure to some operational departments that normally aren't within the IT umbrella. And so I'm I'm very fortunate uh, for the time that I had uh, to work with them and and um, making a jump here, I'm glad I did it. Um, the timing was good, and um, I've gone through another one of those little peaks where you gain, gain a lot of knowledge and experience in a short amount of time. Yeah. You were um, VP of Operations and CIO at the Catholic Medical Center? I was. So okay. over the course of time, you know, you get the, the usual IT departments of of IT communications and, and clinical engineering, and then medical records, but I also had facilities, plant management, and security, uh, not the IT security, but the physical security. Mm-hmm. So I had some other departments reporting through me, and um, so that was a, a great experience as well. Okay. And now um, in, in holding the role for several years there and then 
about two years at, at your cur current organization. I'm sure that it's interesting to see how the role is evolving. I mean, of course, it's different. It's going to be different from one organization to the next, but um, has it been interesting to you to see how, how the CIO role in general is just kind of uh, going in a different direction? Yeah, it's been going at a good steady pace. So, it's you know, there wasn't any sudden movements, at least from my experience. But, but certainly in the very beginning, you had to be a geek. You had to really understand the technology and how it worked. But as the job progressed, you know, then I had to become an expert in workflow and processes and really had to see how, um, and, you know, different service lines can leverage technology to, to improve the, the care that we provide to our patients. And now it's like taking the next step to where, you know, I have to see in the future and I have to be able to figure out how to answer questions that the care providers, you know, questions they haven't even asked yet. I have to, you know, kind of know how to answer that question even before they ask it. So, you know, even though Greater Hudson Valley is kind of in this bubble where there's really not pressures to join an ACO, you know, I have to make sure that we have the infrastructure in place that we are able to do value-based population type, uh, population health type models. And um, so we're certainly putting the foundation in to be able to, to do those things. But the role certainly has changed really from a technical to an operational and now, um, it, you know, kind of going beyond a strategic partner to really being the tools that the entire organization leverages to, to continue to be relevant in their communities. Yeah, it's interesting. You, you mentioned um, early on the, the idea of uh, managing expectations, and I guess that that's something that really – um, e even a few years in, that c continues to be part of your role, just as far as different groups and in different ways, but just kind of managing uh, expectations. And that's that's really the biggest thing, you know. I, yeah. you know, as a as a parent, <laughs> as a spouse, areas that that I've worked, you know, managing expectations is is key, and I'm constantly letting people know um, the workload that we have and the resources that we have just simply so that they can appreciate IT is hard and it's it's hard to implement, it's expensive to implement and, and we have to add value and that constant communication and, and, and managing these expectations is just key. Yeah, not an easy task, I'm sure. <laughs> All right, we've definitely touched on a lot. Um, uh, I'd love to speak with you a little bit down the road just to see how, how things are going. Uh, you know, I have so much on your plate with uh, with the upgrade and just to just see how uh, the organization continues to uh, evolve. Oh, absolutely. There's always things happening. And yeah. um, hopefully, hopefully a year from now I'm smarter than I am right now. It's <laughs> a good goal. <laughs> All right. Well, thank you so much for your time. I really appreciate it. And uh, I think this will be really useful to our readers. So thank you, and I look forward to speaking with you again. Thanks, Kate. Appreciate it. All right. Thanks. Enjoy the rest of your week. You too. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. Thank you for listening to this podcast from healthsystemcio.com. To hear other podcasts, visit our website or subscribe to our account in iTunes at healthsystemcio.com backslash podcast.